Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. I'd actually like to take this opportunity to wish... Greg DeMarco Show. Best in all his future endeavors. <laughs> Bay indeed. If you know me, you know that's going to be a topic on this week's show. But before we get there, hello and welcome to another edition of the Greg DeMarco Show. My name is Greg DeMarco. You can find me all over your social media at ChairShotGreg. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. If you listen to the hashtag Miranda Show, she would have you believe it's also MySpace, Snapchat. Um, what's the new one? Parlor. I'm definitely not joining that one. I, I can tell you that right now. Um, but yeah, at ChairShot Greg, go out there and find it. The Greg DeMarco Show, of course, is part of the ChairShot Radio Network. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. And that's where you can find the shows, is at TheChairShot.com. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Head. head on over to thechairshot.com for all of your latest wrestling reviews, opinions, analysis, and so much more. We like to say that it's sports entertainment and sports and entertainment. And you can find all of those things at thechairshot.com. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. You can also follow the website and the network on social media at Chairshot Media because we are a part of a big media group. Chair shot media. Okay, big might be the wrong word there. It's just kind of what I said, but part of a media group, as we call it, at Chair Shot Media. Come check it out. We'd love to have you there. Let us know what you think. You can go to thechairshot.com forward slash Greg DeMarco and find all things me, including how to email me. It's Greg DeMarco at thechairshot.com. A blog you can subscribe to, so much more. All, all things Greg are over there at thechairshot.com forward slash Greg DeMarco, it is a Tuesday night, July 28th, when we record this, probably the day before you're listening to it. Hopefully you listen to it on Wednesday. Got a lot of great topics to discuss today, uh, including the saga between one Adam Cole and Pat McAfee, Big E flying solo. We got a three-minute warning that I hope we get to, depending on time. But before I do any of that, do got to welcome in some people, because I don't do this alone. That wouldn't be any fun. First off, you can find him on your Twitter at Wrestling Realist. That's W-R-E-S-T-L-N-G-R-E-A-L-I-S-T. There is no I in wrestling because Twitter has a limited number of characters for a handle. But there is one in Realist and there is one in Patrick for the Wrestling Realist. Patrick, go down. 
It's, so, where, it's where you speak. It's where you say something to the people. I said, what's up? Fuck you, pal. Sorry, I'm a little, sorry, man. I'm a, little, I'm a little worn out. This is my third podcast in a row. Third, I know. Third night of recording. Well, in three days. Like, this is Miranda's third, 18th third, podcast okay, yeah, of the day. Third podcast in three days. Yeah, two there you go. This is, three, this is Miranda's 18th of the day. This is your third in well, three days. Get, so no get, a, get a real job. I don't know what to tell you. She there. has one of those, like, too. That's the funny part. Get Twitter. You know what? You know what? You want to talk trash? Fine. You can, you can talk trash. Fuck you, Pat. That's right. Thanks to Adam Cole and Pat language, McAfee. Adam Cole. And, and Pat McAfee and you sharing a name. Yep. That's fine. Got it forever. In, in fact, that might help get me some followers. Fuck you, Pat. Should change your I wonder if, if that's a Twitter handle that's available. Oh, oh God. Then the, I, don't they have some sort of like standards and practices? They probably thing? do. Like, they probably I do. feel like they're a little heavy on the swearing thing, but like in that they don't want you to do it yeah. so much. Who knows? Who knows? Fuck you, Pat. All right. Shifting gears once so again. Angry. And I do well, well we're, we'll talk about the anger. We'll talk about the anger. We also have with us the queen of soft style. She is on Instagram, not on Twitter, at the hashtag Miranda. There is an I in Miranda because Instagram, I'm sure there's a limit to the number of characters you can have, but it's far more than Twitter. It's Miranda Morales. Hello. I, look, me and, and Pat don't always go on, on the same terms and we, you know, argue sometimes. But I have to admit, I think we are so used to having songs that play uh, once we get introduced that there is a little bit of a, a natural delay because um, I was waiting for a song for when and we just don't have them anymore. So. You didn't have them last week either. It's because it's Greg needs to spend like eight minutes putting himself over like about all these different media ways that you could follow him and like read his shit. <laughs> we're, like, we're six we minutes into the show music, and I've already introduced both of you. Yeah. Music is cut. We're on a pretty solid time limit. Right. But also, uh, every single time you played that clip, I have laughed hilariously. So most of the show may just be me laughing, which is very, you know, usual for a show, but God damn it. That's and, funny. And, it's and funny. Oh, I almost <laughs> wish we didn't have, uh, Pat McAfee's friends in the background going, whoa, whoa, whoa. And, and it was just a clean, bro, fuck you, Pat. Bro. Fuck you, Pat. There's a bro and a whoa. Let's just, let's just be, you know, completely, completely certain of what, what's there. So. All right. That's Patrick O'Dowd and Miranda Morales. They are a big part of the show. Head on over to ProRoastingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. I'm not going to tell you all about it. Miranda's going to do that here in a second, but got some new shirts available Yet again, we had some new shirts last week. We got some new shirts this week, including one that Patrick O'Dowd should be a little excited about. Yeah, I was excited to share it the day after we recorded our show, but there is now a bandwagon nerd show. Or a nerd show. Shirt. There's been one of those. Shirt. Yeah, I'm a, sorry, I'm a little tired today. It's been a long day. But yeah, bandwagon nerd shirt. Go over there. Finally, we feel like a part of the team. Dave and I got off our asses and and just asked you because that's all it took. Like, hey, yeah. I mean, well, like, you hey, Drake, did. Dave never asked me. And we got but... a shirt like the next week. Yeah. Well, I was on a shirt spree too as I made the Platt Blast 2020 presidential campaign shirt is out there. And of course, last week we released the Winner Is You shirt and the Everybody Hates Greg shirt. So lots of shirts out there for everybody to 
enjoy. Uh, go on out there and check them out. But I'm not going to tell you about the shirts because I'm not good at it. That's why we have Miranda Morales and Miranda. Let them know about the shirts. Yes. As we just talked about, there are new shirts available on ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash The Chair Shot. For sure, over 25 different t-shirt designs available for you to choose from. Different colors, different logos, and different styles, including, yes, you know that style. It is soft style. T-shirts start at $19.99, but hey, if you want to treat yourself, add a few extra dollars to get a soft style t-shirt. Get comfortable because we're all just doing our best working from home, at least most of us. Uh, and if you are not, thank you so much for being an essential worker. So go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot to get your very own chair shot That is prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. Yeah, they're either essential workers or they're where they work are just a bunch of assholes. Like one of the two. Because I, I know we have somebody with the chair shot who they're not like, like the job they do could be done at home, but their boss is like, no, I don't trust you guys to work from home. You have to come in the office. So, yeah. yeah. Well, so then that excludes all the jerks out there. If you're a jerk, I mean, you could still buy a t-shirt. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Fact, you should. Give us your money. But- yeah. It's your, your t-shirt, but no thank you to you. No, thank you at all. Unless you buy a shirt, then we might say thank you, but you won't know anyway. But you have a shirt and you paid for it. And that's all that really matters. So go out there and buy them. That's for damn sure. So we are, I mean, it's funny because earlier today, I was going over some potential topics with with Miranda Morales. Because as you guys know, we record this show, then her show. And the last thing we want to do is talk about the same stuff on both shows. That's not any fun. So we have to coordinate topics. And then I also got to figure out, okay, what needs to come first in case her topics deal with Wednesday. I got to reverse the order of the shows. All that behind the curtain stuff, right? But... Today we were talking and I was going through subjects and I almost forgot to talk about Adam Cole and Pat McAfee. And I mean, what kind of world would we be living in if I didn't talk about Adam Cole and Pat McAfee? So let me, I'm going to play the sound and and then I'll I'll read the transition curtain back. I I write the transitions on this show sometimes uh, just to make it go a little better. So yeah, check out, I got 41 seconds. Now the whole thing's 14 minutes, but I got 41 seconds. The important part of Adam Cole and Pat McAfee and check that out, and then we'll talk about it. Oh, that's right, me. Did it all by myself. Now, don't believe that. Mm-hmm. We've watched the takeovers, Adam. The Undisputed Era is the main reason why you've succeeded. But by the way, smart. That's good business. Hey, that's business, that's baby. Business. That's very yeah. smart. Well, and especially for you, because, you know, you're kind of small. Oh, <laughs> we're going to go with the size thing now. Fuck you, Pat. Oh. Seriously, I'm sick of your shit. I come the whole way here. Take time away from my family to come to do your stupid fucking show. And you're going to continue to disrespect me. Don't touch me. Whoa. Whoa. Fuck you. Fuck you. No, fuck you. Get out of here. Shit. Just to be clear, I, I added that last part on the end. That last part was not part of the Pat McAfee show broadcast granted neither was what you just listened to but we'll talk about that here in a minute so last week things got really interesting with as i've called the gwwgge that is of course the greatest wrestler walking god's green earth today adam cole he appeared on the pat mcafee show for a 14 minute interaction that ended with some choice words 
Cole shoving one of McAfee's friends. Since then, Cole has apologized, and Triple H appeared on McAfee's show to apologize and invite McAfee to come on down to NXT and talk to Adam Cole about it. The obvious question is if this was real or planned. A work or a shoot, if you will. So let's start there. Thoughts on the interaction. Patrick O'Dowd, we'll start with you. I, I think that it's ludicrous that you're asking the question as to whether or not it's a work or a shoot. And it's only being asked because fans are desperate to be worked. We talked about this when this dropped very, very briefly in our text. Fans want to be worked. That's why they're talking about this being a shoot. And so they're they're wanting to question whether or not it's real or not. I think it's a very well done bit. I think it's it's been very it feels very real and in that sense of the interaction, the rage, even though, you know, Adam goes to like zero to 9,000 in like what, two, two, three seconds. Like, it's just crazy. Like he just flips switch and he's ripshit pissed. So no, I don't believe it's a shoot. I very firmly look forward to their match at SummerSlam. Miranda, what about you? Greg, when uh, we were talking about this offline, um, I sent you a gif with only one word. Well, it was one word about 87 times. I believe that word was yes. work, 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 yes. work, 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 it's it's a work. I, I truly believe that the way that this was structured and of course, all the evidence that we'll talk about very shortly. I agree with Patrick. It was well done and it was different. It was a unique spin on a, a work uh, shoot segment. Um, you know, I think that it really has left fans very decisive on what uh, this was. And, you know, it was just a good utilization of, of timing of, you know, using someone that the WWE universe is familiar with, but also has uh, more mainstream attention as well. And it was a great side of Adam Cole. We haven't seen this side of Adam Cole in a while. We see, you know, him, uh, still being in between a face and a heel character in NXT, maybe a little bit more on the cowardice side sometimes, but this aggressive Adam Cole, I like, I want to see more of. For a couple things, just, just to, to wrap a few things up, you guys said, number one, Patrick, I think, I don't know if you were just wrong or if you just accidentally said it this way. I don't think people desperately want to be worked. I think people desperately want to be right. And about whether or not they're being worked is what I think. I, I don't think people want to be worked at I, all. I, I think that, problem I think fans. that fans, I think the fans are, I know I don't, I didn't misspeak at all. Uh, I think that we, when you look at the patently patent willingness to be stupid about things that you know, aren't real, you're, you're wanting to be worked. Like that's that. And you know, a couple of weeks ago, you said, say outrageous things, fans, you want to be worked. You all want to be worked. I mean, so here's, I guess here's the bigger question. Do they want to be worked or like they still, you know, and, and this came up today when I was like, you know, Montreal screw job, Daniel Bryan, WrestleMania. I was waiting for you to talk about it. Like <laughs> everybody. And someone replied and they literally said, because I said Montreal was a work, they lost respect for me. That's what they said in the Facebook comments. Now, first of all, that's sad. You lost respect for me over a wrestling take. Number two, I need to set up a Google sheet and, and start mapping out topics because come November, 
we got to go all in on this Montreal screw job thing and do a whole show on it and just really go about why I think that's it's a, a work. This is a theory. I'm, now I am mix, missing the X-Files theme song. Because well, I'll have it by then or some version okay. of it, depending on if this show's on YouTube or not. You, you need to get out a big map with a lot of pins. Oh, yeah. Yes, behind me. Because I shifted the and table today because be I wanted to be Greg's backdrop me, so. for the episode. Like yeah. we should yes. maybe try to film that episode so that we get Greg's like conspiracy theory background. I could do that. I could have done that with this. Shit. That would have been amazing. Okay. Anyway. So we'll talk about the Montreal screw job another time because God damn it. That was work. Um, and, and that's just, you know, I, I just want to talk about it now, but we're not going to. Um, so yeah, I think this is a work as well. And, and we'll go into some ifs and, and what if it's not and all that stuff. But I do want to talk what, about the timeline. Miranda or I used our danger zone card to let you talk about why the Montreal screw job. Was <laughs> yeah. I haven't used the danger zone card because it's a song actually, but we're not on well, YouTube that would be, yet. That would be <laughs> hilarious. Like we won't let you talk about Adam Cole and force you essentially to keep talking about uh, the Montreal screw uh, job. I mean, it, that's, I, I technically never told you guys you didn't have them anymore. That's like the, the COVID-19 soundbite. It's only 13 seconds, but it feels like 30. That soundbite that I just right. played right there. Like, seriously, <laughs> it's kind of like COVID-19. This has happened since March, and it feels like it's been going on since 2017. Um, uh, the, the choice is yours. I can't tell you how to use your, your Danger Zone card. No, I'm, right. I'm just shaking. I just wanted to hear some Kenny Loggins today. <laughs> well, you got I'll send you the soundbite. You can make it your ringtone or something. That's fine. No, no, I'm good. I'm good. I could always just, just play... Just play my soundbite. I think we all know what my soundbite is. I meant ringtone. That, that's my notification on my phone, not my ringtone. I, my ringer's always in silent. Anyway, who cares? So let's take a look at the timeline of what happened. Cole appears on McAfee's show. The entire interview is contentious between them. So go back and listen. I sent you guys the full 14-minute clip. Um, it, it's out there. It's very easy to find. I'll maybe I'll even tweet it out. Uh, the whole interview is contentious back and forth, very much in kayfabe with, with the things that McAfee is saying um, before McAfee calls Cole small. And then, of course, you guys heard what happens. Clip goes viral on social media. As of this morning, when I put this together, it has over 860,000 views on Pat McAfee's YouTube page. Why is that important? Because the next closest video within recent months has half that. Most of them have between 50,000 and 100,000. The biggest one I saw was a little over 400. This one has 860,000 views uh, on his. Also more than almost any NXT video gets, by the way. Just want to point that out. Uh, the interview actually never hits air outside of the YouTube page. It doesn't even make McAfee's podcast, which is really surprising because his podcast is all of his interviews. And I listen to it regularly, so that's how I know. Um, but both men comment via social media. Still very contentious. Adam Cole apologizes and Pat McAfee dismisses that via social media as well. Triple H does appear on McAfee's show on Monday. Podcast form today. I listened to it. He apologizes, but still puts pretty much places the blame 50-50 and invites McAfee to come on down to NXT. I don't know. I mean, I'm the one who listens to the show, not you guys. Did either of you hear Triple H on Pat McAfee's show? I did not. 
I did not as well. It's okay. It's weird. It's this mixture of Triple H not caring, not wanting to be there, and also thinking that Pat McAfee's kind of a jerk. Like, that's really how... Like, like he's very much like, Pat, this is what you do. You poke the dragon. You you, you needle people. And McAfee's like, no, I don't. And then later he's like, yeah, I kind of do. And McAfee even says, I listened back to it, and I was definitely pushing Adam Cole. But my whole thing is that whole interview, like the whole time, he's talking about how Cole's reign wasn't that great because of the Undisputed Era. Not that it wasn't that great, but that Cole didn't do it on his own because of the Undisputed Era. Like, it's all in kayfabe. And this show talks about, like, insider stuff about sports all the time. Even when he had he had The Undertaker on a few weeks ago and a great interview with The Undertaker. All inside stuff. But yet the Adam Cole one we're supposed to believe is, is fully in kayfabe and think that nothing's up with that? Like, I just can't, can't help but think that. Um, the interesting thing is that we... That's the timeline that I presented of everything that happened in the past week. But you got to look at the real timeline because there's some things that are missing. Adam Cole and Pat McAfee have gone at it during takeover kickoff shows in the past. And it's been damn funny and, and damn entertaining, but also seemed like it was set up and, and, and you know, part of the show is part of the script, so to speak. Um, Pat McAfee even got physically involved during one of Adam Cole's matches. It was a match between Adam Cole and Aleister Black at an NXT house show in Indianapolis. Cole went to hit Black with a chair. McAfee got up on the apron and took the chair out of Cole's hands. That led to Cole eating a black mass and taking the pin. And, of course, Cole did the whole thing. He, he, he swings the chair back really far to make sure McAfee can grab it. Like, it's all very obvious to even to the untrained eye about how much this was, was a thing. Um, and now, fast forward to today, now we've got an open invitation for Pat McAfee to, to come to NXT. McAfee, by the way, will be in Florida next week. Oh, as he revealed on the show, he's getting married this weekend and then he's going to be spending a couple weeks in Florida and I think still producing his show and everything too. So he's going to be there just like Cole happened to be in Indianapolis, which is where McAfee show is recorded. Uh, that was the other thing. Pat McAfee hasn't done any in-studio interviews because of the coronavirus, like the, all of his interviews and everything is via Zoom. And now he does have his buddies in, in studio with him. Um, they're all kind of off on their own little area uh, during the show as well. But Adam Cole is like the only guest that comes in studio. And then this happens. It's just, I know people want it to be real and it's fun to want it to be real. So, um, but I guess here, here's the big question I have. So, so Triple H uh, you know, talked about it, kind of placed blame on both guys. And it was saying things like Cole's human. He got set off. He was really upset about that. Had a bad day. Like all the, the, the stereotypical things you say. Here's the question I'll pose to you guys. And we'll go to Miranda first since Patrick kicked it off. What happens if this never comes up again? How does that change your perception of what happened? I don't know. I just feel like it's almost a wasted opportunity that you built so much momentum behind it. You talked about the YouTube hits. You talked about the momentum it has on social media. If it never gets mentioned again, it's it kind of feels like you did all of that for what? For, you know, just a flash in the pan that there's more that can be done with it. Now, what does that lead to? I hope I don't see Pat McAfee and uh, Adam Cole at SummerSlam like that. Isn't a thing. I'm what about really takeover the day before SummerSlam, which is where this problem is. <laughs> I don't know, but you know, I think it's also a really an innovative and interesting way to do, uh, you know, uh, to, to to do a work now. You know, there's there's you don't have the same resources and environments that you have uh, previously in a you know pre-COVID world. Now things have changed. 
And there's not as many things that surprises fans and that allows them to suspend their disbelief as much as something like this has happened. So I think that if nothing comes of it, it would be a wasted opportunity um, of, of doing something very unique when it comes to, um, uh, you know, a, a character or a person like Adam Cole. Um Again, I don't know what it's building to because now you have a wrestling and a non-wrestling personality in a feud where, you know, you would want to think that there's a wrestling personality that comes in and maybe we do see that come in. Someone in NXT is a Pat McAfee's friend and then comes to defend Pat. That's something I could see happening. Okay, let's roll with that. But yeah, I I, I want them to do something with this. I, I don't want this to be a missed opportunity. So before Patrick jumps in and answers, I want to rephrase the question a little bit. If this never comes up again, are you more or less apt to think maybe it wasn't a work? Um, okay, good, good question. I, I would still think it's a work. I don't know. I feel like um, that if, if it wasn't a work, it would have been mentioned. Like ultimately what happens when people misbehave and do things that are unprofessional? They get fined, they get suspended, you know, like things happen that impact their career. And the fact that none of that has, has come out, um, and if anything, Triple H is defending Adam Cole, it obviously supports the the fact that this is a it's a work. Funny story. Uh one of the questions McAfee asked Triple H is if Adam Cole was fined for this and triple h says he can't tell him he won't answer the question basically he says if if he was that's between myself and adam is what he basically no, says no. and and you know no, he lie. wouldn't wouldn't speak on that don't, publicly so don't lie triple h i mean yeah, he didn't lie he just didn't say he's like if i did i did you won't know um you know when he talked about you come to florida you guys talk about it privately we could do something with like like he does talk about all those things very very interesting take on it i'm going to jump forward to the question um and we'll get patrick's take as part of that as well I know we normally do odds makers, but I want to do a sliding scale. And so picture a scale that is numbered from one to 10. And this isn't ranking, but the numbers just represent a position on either side of the scale. If one is a shoot and 10 is a work, slide your marker between the two uh, towards closer to one. If you think it's a, if it's a work closer to 10, no, I'm sorry, closer to one. If you think it's a shoot closer to 10, if you think it's a work, how confident are you that this is a work or a shoot Patrick O'Dowd, where would you slide your, your little marker to there on this pretend scale that I've given you? You, you broke up a little bit. So I want to make sure I heard you right. 10 is the work. One is the shoot. Or yeah, is it the let me other make way sure. Hang on. Let me go back to my notes just to make sure. So one is a shoot. 10 is a work. Yeah, I I just slide it all the way over to the to ten, like to the work. It's a work, and if it turns out that this is a big nothing burger after it's over, it's so contrived and set up that it's still like I I see it as nothing but a work. And I think if it disappears, it's because for whatever reason, McAfee couldn't get ready to show up at Takeover or you know I joked it's at SummerSlam, but can't show up at that show right. or whatever. Like that's that's what ends it ends it it's not because it was real and we and we broke them up and and this isn't new like miranda you mentioned this is nitro that fucking jay leno worked in a ring with hulk hogan and diamond diamond dallas page and oh, I mean, like this is not, lawrence taylor it's not and Bam Bam bigelow taylor, mr yeah. t like this doesn't this is, well, this but is he, nothing new it's but the, but the the talk show setup and the way that came into being like really 
called back those Jay Leno episodes of Nitro right. where true. they would show clips of them being on the Jay Leno show and, and that sort of stuff happened. This is just Jay Leno with swear words. Even like, even that's, hell, that's what it is. Jerry Lawler and Andy Kaufman. Like mm-hmm. uh, true, yeah, like, yeah. I mean and, and you know uh, in front of Letterman. Yeah. This is this is just yeah, in front it's the whole of thing. Mackey's friends. Miranda, where would you slide your marker there on the scale? Um you know, I, I'm pretty high on there. I would, you know, just just to be a little different, I'll put it at a nine with the one percent chance that this is a uh, a shoot for some reason. Like I, I again, all the evidence uh, that uh, we have in front of us, and especially the examples too that that both of you had just mentioned. Um, there's a, a president set uh, on these types of. Um, um, segments and we haven't had one in a while. Um, but that's also, I think why people are so shocked because it's been such a, a long time since we've had something like this, that people kind of forgotten about that other history and how we've all been fooled before. So, um, maybe somehow, or, but I also agree with Pat that if for some reason this is dropped, it's not because it was, anything that had to do with this being real, whether it was, you know, they had to change direction, maybe WWE felt like they just couldn't pull the trigger on it, whatever it is, not because it was a shoot. I I was a nine as well when I put this together. Different reasons though, really because there's human being human beings involved. And, and I can't rule out something human happening and, and causing all this to go down. Do I think it's a shoot? No, no, I don't think it's a shoot at all. I think it's a work. Ever, all, all signs point to it, and it just seems like that's what it would be. But there's always that possibility that, that Cole really did have a bad day, that whatever. Um, but I highly, highly doubt it. it just, it's just too convenient. Also, I mean, McAfee, professional or you know, former professional football player, company had Rob Gronkowski, lost Rob Gronkowski. Uh, I mean, there's just so many things that this could be. And, and hell, maybe there was going to be something with Gronk and somebody towards SummerSlam, and, and that couldn't happen because Gronk signed a contract to play football again. Who knows? Also interesting of note that I, I'd be shocked if either of you knew. I didn't know till today until Triple H actually busted this information out as part of McAfee's show. McAfee bought a wrestling ring several years ago and started training. And Patrick O'Dowd, you know who he trained with? Rip Rogers. No, who he trained with? No way! Yes, really? that's awesome. And Triple H Rip buried Rogers Rip Rogers, sell, like an actual burial, <laughs> like, like an actual yes, an actual burial. He said, "You bought a ring and trained with Rip Rogers for a while because Rip needed the money." Triple H actually oh, said that. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Because he needed Rip. some money or something like that. He definitely Rip, said something Rip's about Rip Rogers. Rip's going to teach you mm-hmm. how to not leave your feet and sell. That's what that's he's going right. to do. Damn it! But uh, so so Pat McAfee has trained. And has obviously at some point had aspirations of being a professional wrestler. So there's that little bit of information as well that may or may not affect how people feel See, about that's, all this. That's just all. That's just all too convenient. Yeah. Right. Oh, it's sure just is. all too. Sure like, as hell is. All line right, up so. those stars. I will stay on the ten. Let's do humans, some humans notwithstanding. Let's do some. Uh, let's do some percentages here. Some odds makers. We'll go Patrick, Miranda, Greg, like we normally do. I don't even have a spreadsheet out. Hang on. I got. I got to. I'm off that thing. Let's, let's open up Excel here and, and get this going. So percentage chance, Patrick O'Dowd, that we see Adam Cole versus Pat McAfee in some form, wrestling or otherwise, because, you know, there's other things that you can do in, in this business uh, at some point at an NXT or WWE event this year. 
I put it at around 85%, and that's because I'm factoring in COVID travel issues that would screw it all up. And I put it so high because the WWE seems to just not give a shit and will find a way to get something to happen in a ring. Miranda, what do you think? So can I clarify, it's in-ring specifically. No, it's any shape or form. It could be a debate, arm wrestling, anything. Oh, okay. Um, I'm going to go a little bit higher. I'm going to say 84 because of the fact that, it, you know, this definition is a little wide open. Um, so you know I went 85. Yeah, you went lower. So that's okay. Oh, I, so, I thought you said 70-something. Sorry. No, no. It's okay. You don't need to pay attention. He said 85. Yeah, that is also then uh yeah i'll go go 84 why not okay. i mean it's it's I, because that really is i think it's it's a solid number uh you know overall so mm-hmm. i would uh, um yeah uh, um i'm gonna say 95 percent chance that they do something like it's just thinking that this is definitely a work like it just i can't imagine they don't do something with this even if it's you know McAfee's in somebody's corner and that somebody is wrestling Adam Cole. Who knows? But I definitely think something's going to go down there. Okay. Second one. This is what you were thinking about. Percentage chance, Patrick O'Dowd, that we get Adam Cole versus Pat McAfee one-on-one in a wrestling match at an NXT or WWE event this year. Uh, I put that at a, right around the same. I just, I just, I think it's in the same area. I'm going to stick with my, I'm actually going to be, I'm I'm not going to be creative. I'm going to stick with my 85%. I think the only thing that stops it is some sort of COVID travel issue. So basically what you're saying is if they do anything, they're going to do a match. I think so. Okay. That is fair. Miranda. So this would be specific, not a, not a run in, nor, you know, not a a match. match. This is on the graphic. I'm going to say 62%. Uh, that I feel like it's much more likely that he um, may be, like I said, my theory is that he's going to be backed by a, you know, other NXT superstar. And that's how it goes. I, I don't, I mean, it's possible based off of what you mentioned and, and uh, even just the fact that it was brought up during the interview that, um, that he has a ring and he was trained. I just, I don't know, something about it. Just, I, I don't foresee it. Um, rolling out that way it, it maybe he hasn't trained in a while maybe he stopped training um i that's kind of my guess yeah i don't know how long ago this was i also don't know McAfee once did a video show where he went out for a minor league baseball team and, and did some training there so this could have been something that he used for a broadcast i don't really know um i didn't dig into it at all i just struck my i was like oh he did that uh i went 75 percent chance that this ends up in a match i just and the reason why is because I think Pat McAfee wants it. Like, like, like the fact, especially when I found that he had trained, I think this is this might even be his. Like, hey, let's do a wrestling match. Like, he might have called Triple H, been like, I want to do this, and it makes sense to do it with Cole. He and Cole may have talked about it all along. Their back and forth has been going on for almost two years. It just, you know, now is the time. The Cole just lost the title. What are you going to do with Adam Cole? This could be what's next for him. It's tons of mainstream mainstream exposure for somebody who could be a huge breakout star for the company. Yeah, it's, I'd really just, that's why I went 75% chance. So I can see that happening. So just to kind of ra- or, or bring it all together, percentage chance we see Adam Cole versus Pat McAfee in some form, wrestling match or otherwise, at an NXT slash WWE event this year, Patrick 85, Miranda 84, myself 95 for an average of 88% chance 
percentage chance we see Adam Cole versus Pat McAfee one-on-one in a match at an NXT or WWE event this year. Patrick, 85. Miranda, 62. Greg, 75. For an average of 74% chance. So if you're kind of looking a way to sum this whole thing up, basically, we think this is a work, and we think this is leading to something. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. That's over 150 of your favorite promotions found exclusively at powerslam.tv. So go to powerslam.tv and you'll get a free week. But if you use the promo code chairshot, you will get a free month. Now, a month is only six bucks, but why not try it out and see if you like it first and do it on us. Go to powerslam.tv, promo code chairshot, get your free month. Again, that's powerslam.tv, promo code chairshot. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. That voice, of course, belongs to Big E on Friday's edition of WWE SmackDown. Former WWE champion Kofi Kingston revealed that he's going home to nurse an injury. Couple that with Xavier Woods still recovering from his surgery, and New Day's trio is now down to one. That one is Big E. Fans have longed for a Big E solo run in WWE since he emerged as a charismatic performer that we all know and love as part of the new day. So is this Big E's day? Miranda Morales, we'll start with your thoughts on the Big E solo run. Yes, I hope so. I I do. I think that the way that the circumstances have been, have been built with both um, Kofi and Xavier out due to injury, this sets up a great way for him to have the spotlight to him for him to shine without having a rift between the, the new day members in uh, say a storyline riff uh, and and possibly someone. Feel somewhat organic, and that's one of the the best types of um, runs someone can have is when it feels a, a bit organic. And we're also in a time where people are hungry for new superstars and for things to be shaken up a bit. We've gotten a lot of the same for such a long time. Um, Big E is is athletic and charismatic, and you know he's he's just someone that you gravitate your energy towards and your attention towards when he's in the ring. So. I, I truly hope that this is the beginning of a run for him. Uh, I hope to see him more in singles action. And ultimately, I hope the New Day don't break up, but I do think it's a bit of time for them to go their separate ways for a little bit. Patrick, what do you think? Yeah, I, I think the the word that Miranda used in her assessment that I, that I was carrying as well is I, I hope this 
is is a good thing for Big E in terms of a, a, a decent singles run in some way, shape, or form. It's definitely something that folks have been clamoring for for a long time. When people talk about breaking up the new day, and people were happy for Kofi when he won the when he won the championship, like that was a huge deal. Everybody loved it. But he was never the one that people talked about as being this like guy that gets elevated. Like he was the Marty Jannetty versus the Shawn Michaels when when they were talking. Like everybody talks about Big E, elevate Big E. He's gonna he's this big star. He'd be he's be this great world champion. I think the New Day did wonders for for him and his charisma. Not that he didn't already have charisma before going in, you know, his pairing with Dolph Ziggler and just where he was before, but he got to take it to a whole other level, a completely different level, a side of him that I had heard about, you know, as sort of who he was backstage, but you actually got to see on the stage. And so I think that this is a good opportunity, particularly when we don't like, I don't know what the reports are as to how long Kofi, is out and Xavier Woods feels like he's been injured since 1984. So if it's an extended injury and something where he's going to get to be able to stand on his own, he absolutely could do it. He's built the character to go in any number of directions post new day and gets to, gets to have his time. And I hope they do give him his time. And I think that for me, I'm excited. I think Greg was a little surprised when he asked me what, which of two different topics that I would, vote for talking about today and i was like let's talk about biggie and he was like really and i was like yeah we're always people been clamoring for biggie for years greg included xavier woods by the way born in 1986 just wanted to point that out so well he was injured out of the womb yeah he was injured before (laughs) conception and he was like my leg oh no before conception he was injured so i love um, Xavier Woods, by the way. Don't oh, me know. too. In fact, I think at one point there were more people clamoring for Woods than there were for Big E. So, it, yeah. and, and definitely than Kofi. Like, Kofi gets it because people just love Kofi. He's been doing this for so long. Yes. And, and Kofi got right. that. Um, and Kofi was heavily, you know, I, I love the way they did it too, where Big E's like, no, no, it's fine. You come back, we'll be good. And he's like, this is your time. Go do it. A um, couple bits of information. Big E has had two singles runs in WWE. One is NXT champion. As I listed a prior generation, basically it wasn't, it was pre-network NXT. Um, I believe he was the second. I think he unseated Seth Rollins. Um, and one as Intercontinental Champion. And I wanted to tell you guys a little story. Do you guys even remember Big E as Intercontinental Champion? Like, really, do you remember Big, anything well, about Big yeah. E's run? Like, it's a thing that happened. Yes, it's a thing that happened. Exactly. It's on Wikipedia. It's real. It's in the WWE's title history. <laughs> Big E was really the Intercontinental Champion. Here's what gets me about Big E as Intercontinental Champion. If you go back and watch WrestleMania 30, Big E was Intercontinental Champion during WrestleMania 30. Now, this is back when the company only had one set of tag titles and one singles title. They, they had merged them together, uh, Cena and Orton. Put those together, and then uh, and and then you know became Morton's. Of course, Daniel Bryan won big old work at WrestleMania 30. But Big E was Intercontinental Champion headed into WrestleMania 30. He was also a participant in the 30 Man Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, the first ever. Three people got legit entrances at the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Those would be Rey Mysterio, those would be Sheamus, and those would be the Big Show. Big E came out with the big group of people walking down the ramp to enter the Battle Royal. Big E did not come out wearing the Intercontinental Championship. Commentary, I think, mentioned that he was Intercontinental Champion once, and I think he was like, oh, while we were watching this replay, Big E was eliminated from the Battle Royal. At the time, I think he was also Big E Langston. He might have dropped the Langston by then. I don't know. Um, 
but, but complete afterthought at WrestleMania 30 as Intercontinental Champion. The United States Champion was, was the United States Championship was contended between John Cena and no, no, it wasn't between John Cena and Rusev because Cena that was WrestleMania 31. I don't know who had the United States Championship at WrestleMania 30. Might have also been in the Battle Royal. I'm not 100 percent sure. Um, I can tell you that, or was it? Did I don't fucking know? Did Ambrose have it at that point? And he was in a six. He was in the six man tag. I don't even know. Hold up, hold up, hold up. You check, you check. Yeah, we're gonna... I will say this while Patrick Goodell checks. Still better than Cesaro, who was the United States champion at WrestleMania 29, and his role on the show was limited to a backstage segment with Eve Torres. So, not there's anything wrong with with a backstage segment with Eve Torres, but I would imagine Cesaro would have rather been on the program. Did you find it, Patrick? No, I'm working on it. Hold on. Okay, you work on it. You you effort effort that information. you You keep filling stuff in. He's also an eight-time tag team champion and has been in WWE proper for seven years now. Go, talking about Big E. Um, and Patrick's alluded to it like, I'm here for it. I've been wanting to see Big E get this big push for a while. I'm also like Miranda and I think like Patrick. I don't want to see them break up the New Day. I think you can you can have Big E have a run, a singles run, just like Kofi did. I think Woods could have one as well and still be members of the New Day. But here's the question that I have for you guys yes it was uh, dean ambrose it was dean ambrose at wrestlemania 30 okay so he was in you know a six-man tag where they just destroyed kane and the new age outlaws so um better than what Big E got as he was in the battle royal didn't get an entrance didn't win he should have won cesaro won and as much as i love cesaro they did nothing with it at least do something with biggie um anyway what i'm getting at here with all this is is biggie I I think he could have a run and still be part of the New Day. Here's the bigger question. Can you be a company top star like a Randy Orton, a Roman Reigns, a John Cena, whatever, and be one-third of the New Day, an equal third of the New Day? Patrick, what do you think? I think the New Day are so unique that it makes it a hard it makes it a harder answer to a question. Yeah, I know. I don't think, because I think of the horsemen like that. That's kind of the closest thing I can think of is the four horsemen. And even though all four of those guys were the top, Ric Flair was still the tippy top. Right. And everybody worked beneath him. So it, you said equal third, it wouldn't be an equal third though. I, I don't know with face with, with a face team, it's a little different, you know, I mean like a company carrying star. Right. I don't know. Maybe. I guess the horseman would be the example that shows that it could happen. But but, but Big E would have to be the leader at that point and, and right. not and, an equal third. Yeah, that's that's where I'm stuck. Yeah, I, I, I agree. There's two parts of that uh, question where could he be a top face, a top star being a part of the New Day? Yes. Uh, but as far as, you know, all three of them having equal thirds, uh, and all being viewed as top stars equally. No, I don't think so. I think the only time WWE has had, has been able to kind of have that happen was when the shield got back together. Um, and because each, you know, Dean and, and, um, Seth and, uh, Roman Reigns all had kind of split up built their identities and come back together. Um, but even then it really wasn't the shield no. uh, as per se, but 
You know, that's the only time uh, in recent memory where it seems to work. Uh, but even then, the goal still was that Roman is the top star. Um, so even though they were all kind of equally successful as far as fan support, the goal still with WWE was Roman is the top guy. So, and ultimately, I feel like that's going to be the direction they would always take is that no matter if you have a faction, I don't think they're ever going to have all members of, of a faction uh, be equal to the sense that they're all the top stars. Um, but I do think, I mean, I, but that's still okay. If big E is the the leader, I do think it changes the dynamic because in some ways we did see Kofi somewhat be the leader as kind of the veteran, but at the same time, I mean, they all played equal, equal roles in some capacity, even the way that they shared yep. the, the tag titles and, and the free bird rule was somewhat implemented, you know, that, that was because they all did such a great job of carrying the, the weight of that dynamic equally by accenting their strengths and minimizing their weaknesses and how they all played on top of each other. So the dynamic between the new day is really, really good. And that's why I still think that they, you know, Big E could still be part of, of that trio and be a top star. But equally, I don't think they're all going to be viewed as the top star. Here's what I see. Here's what I see out of you guys. And, and I feel it myself as well. We want to say yes. We but do. we know better. We do. Uh, right. Like we get it. We understand how this business works. This business is built on top stars. And we wish that the, all three of the members of the New Day, but Edge and Christian had to break up. The Shield had to break up. Evolution, kind of rough because Batista and Orton had to break away. Triple H was already made, so you can't really consider that. But And the Horseman, Flair was always the guy. There was no one else that could ever lead the Horseman. And even even in AEW right now, like for Hangman Page to really succeed, he's probably going to break off from the Elite and form something with FTR. So it's it's what it takes for, for people to, to grow and, and, and to do that. Even with Kofi's run at WrestleMania 35, I don't think anybody really, until they, they, they got away from being behind their fandom, thought Kofi was going to be a long-term top star to carry the company, sadly. Right. Um, and, and even now, like, he's barely got, he got, like, one rematch, and, and he's fine. He's happy. Like, he's happy because he gets to go home and be with the family. Like, it's just, and, and Big E may not want it. That's the other thing, too. Like, Big E may not want it bad enough to break up the new day. And or to not have the new day feel like equal thirds. And I think that's okay too, because there there sadly it's kinda of sound crazy. There's a list of people who have been the top person in a company. There's no there's actually yep. a shorter list of people who have been involved in a group like the New Day, like Big E and, and company have. So that's almost more of a of a accolade for them to leave that with the fact they've been willing to make those sacrifices and no one be the top star. Of the company. Right. And company. I mean, if, if their careers were all to end now, they'd all be ho- WD, WWE Hall of Famers that they'd probably go in as the New Day. Yeah. Even Maybe if they Kofi break up, like, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the only like thing the that New we Day would will get, go in as, yeah. but what I'm saying is like, if you ended it right now, I could see it being almost like an Arn Anderson situation where like, yeah, Arn only gets in because, because he was part of the Horsemen. Right. Though I think that's unfair. But like Ric Flair is, you know, he's Ric Flair, so he's, he's in. Flair, yeah. And then, and then the Horsemen are in, so he's got another ring. And Flair will get a third one whenever they do Evolution. So, yep, that'll be great. Um, and same with New Day. New Day will definitely go in now. If one of them were, I, Kofi could go in by himself, but he won't. 
because of New Day. Yeah. Um, but he could. But if one of them, like a Big E or an Xavier Woods, were to break off as a single star, they could go in. New Day would still go in as a group. That's always going to happen. We know now they'll induct people multiple times just to get groups in. So all good on that reference. So let's put some odds to it. Um, percentage chance that Big E wins a singles title in 2020. Not necessarily a world title, but a singles title in 2020. Patrick O'Dowd. We've got just under five months to go, less than five months to go in the year. I'll I'll say better than fifty percent, uh, but less than what I was. I, I won't be in the eighties like I did this last time. I'm gonna say sixty-two percent chance that he wins a singles title in twenty twenty. Miranda, oh, my inner pessimist is coming out because we don't have a lot of time left. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go a little lower. I'm gonna say. 50, 57%. I'm surprised. I think it's going to happen. I, right now, we've got a heel holding the United States Championship in AJ Styles. We do have plenty of time left in the year. Um, I think it could happen. And, and so I'm going to go higher. I'm going to say 78% chance that Big E wins a singles championship in 2020. Now, let's go a little deeper. Patrick Goddard, percentage chance that Big E wins a world title the WWE or the Universal Championship in 2020? See, I think that's even more out of nowhere. Kind of like, yeah, he's he's on his own, but to to then win it within four months, that just seems highly unlikely to me. I'm going to go down into like the 20s. I'm going to go 22%. I think it's low, in my opinion. Miranda? Um, I'm actually going to go a little higher uh just because the world title picture and they're on smackdown so Mm -hmm. that that world title picture still i don't know it's kind of strange after that swamp match i don't even know i know it's non-title um is you know a little off to to me and when you think about who could you know really be a strong competitor against braun Strowman, i mean literally the big e is is a massive guy so he may have um some and, and just think to actually deal with with Braun Strowman, um, but I'm still not very optimistic on it. So I'm going to say uh, 33%. See, I just don't see him beating Braun Strowman because I feel like you have to have some sort of assholeish way to beat Braun Strowman and take the belt off of him. Yeah, it could go. It could go Fiend to Big E. That's possible because uh, we're going right. to get Fiend and, and Strowman at SummerSlam, I'm sure. And, and Strowman, you know, it's supposed to be Roman right now. All that said, 22 and 33, so I'm just going to keep that pattern going. I'm going 11% chance that Big E becomes a world champion. I really think he's going to be United States champion before this year is over, and I think people can really get behind that. WWE, you'll you'll notice um, the women's titles are are Raw and SmackDown branded, but the men's are not. They actually, I think, want us to believe that all four titles are the same. Um, and so they would view United States championship as an equal accomplishment. I don't think the performers would, but I do think the company does. Uh, but I just, I just don't see him becoming world champion in this year. Uh, 11 might even be a little bit high. So percentage chance that Biggie wins a single title in 2020. Patrick said 62. Miranda said 57. I said 78 for 65 and two thirds percent chance percentage chance that Big E becomes a world champion in 2020. Patrick, 22, Miranda, 33, Greg, 11, averages out to a 22% chance that we think 
Big E will become. Nailed it. Yep, nailed. You did, nailed Patrick. You, you, you nailed it because I decided to play along with a little game and go 11. You nailed it because I would have gone. I probably would have gone lower. I was going to go like seven or something like that, but I like the pattern, so we followed the pattern. There we go. But, hey, I hope the run for Big E is good, and, and I hope that he gets a legit run, and, and, and I hope it's entertaining. I tell a great story with it, and, and I think I think they can. Lucha-Masks.com by Pro Wrestling Revolution. Bringing you, in partnership with Mask Republic, the Lucha Brothers, as well as Japanese legend Ultimo Dragon. Go to Lucha-Masks.com and fight Lucha Strong with masks from your favorite Lucha legends and Pro Wrestling Revolution luchadores. Stay safe in style and represent your favorite luchador. Get yours now at lucha-masks.com, powered by Pro Wrestling Revolution. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. Gentlemen, you have three minutes, and you better make it good. We got three minutes, and we're out of here. The clock is ticking, and we're in the clear. We- Try to make it a true three-minute warning this week. We'll see. As revealed on Raw, Drew McIntyre will defend the WWE Championship against Randy Orton in the likely main event of SummerSlam. Comments are already rolling in that this is not a worthy main event for the number two pay-per-view of the year, not named the Royal Rumble, worthy or not of the SummerSlam main event, Patrick O'Dowd. Absolutely worthy of a SummerSlam main event. And in fact, fuck you if you made a comment saying that Randy Orton and Drew McIntyre is an unworthy main event for SummerSlam. Shame on you. That is a ridiculous take done by a bitter person who probably listens to Jim Ross every Thursday. Fuck you, Pat. Fuck you, Pat. I think I need to have... I need to put them together to where it says, fuck you, Pat, and then just fuck you at the end of it. Like, that, I think, needs to be the... I can, well I can do that. I, I can definitely do that. Let me see if I can. Fuck you, Pat. Fuck you. Yeah, I can make it happen. I can, I can definitely make it happen. Miranda, worthy main event or not? Yeah, I, I think it is a worthy main event. I what What is your definition of a worthy main event right now? All of your top stars are either wrestling or not. Like, literally, your options are very limited. But it is Randy Orton, too. You know, he has main evented um, pretty much every uh big pay-per-view in existence so i don't see why to me it's actually mind-boggling that this is not being looked at as a main event worthy show and i'm not a big randy orton fan i don't always like him but i i know you know exactly what he's committed to and contributed to pro wrestling especially the wwe you know in the past 15 years and drew mcintyre is your champion so why not have the championship as the main event yeah, to me, it's it's a factor of it's Randy Orton and the IWC still has their opinions on Randy Orton, some of them. And every whenever somebody new becomes champion, eventually the fans on the internet turn on them. And I think you're having both those things come together with Drew McIntyre and Ooh, a Randy perfect Orton. storm. I think it's the best main event the company could put together right now, to be honest Absolutely. with you, given yes. who's there. Um, Orton, here's the thing, Greg. Orton's that's money. A worthy main event. That's a worthy main, main event when the people are present. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
Absolutely. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and probably would have been. No I know we all think it was you know, Edge and Orton were supposed to wrestle again at SummerSlam, whatever. I think that's a hell of a match. Personally, right. like, like I'm all about it. Sorry, I didn't, I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm just, that, that whole train of thought is just stupid. That's the internet, it's though. Just, that's stupid. the IWC. The internet is stupid. Yes. The IWC is stupid. That's just, we that's know just this. how stupid this the internet is. Proof. That's, yeah, we, we all know. We all know exactly how dumb the internet is. Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton for the WWE Championship at WrestleMania. Absolutely 100% worthy of the SummerSlam main event position. It's a that's going to wrap things up for this week's edition of the Greg DeMarco Show. Patrick O'Dowd on the Twitter at Wrestling Realist, W-R-E-S-T-L-N-G-R-E-A-L-I-S-T. On Monday, the newest edition of Bandwagon Nerds dropped for everyone to listen to. What can people hear on BWN? You can listen to myself, Dave, and special guest PC Tani Breakdown, San Diego Comic-Con, at home, we run, went through all of our panels, what we liked, what we didn't like, and it was it was just fun to talk about some entertainment that's coming soon for a change, as opposed to being just pressed over entertainment not happening. So, good show, really enjoyed it. Yeah, short one this week, only two hours. That was, that was good. Um, yeah, that's right. <laughs> what's the What's the movie review coming later in the week? The movie review coming later in the week is going to be. Uh, the Marvel Cinematic Classic Blade from 1998 starring Wesley Snipes won the poll. This week's poll, by the way, is going to be kick-ass women. Um, are, are, everyone will have a woman lead in a badass role. So follow Love Bandwagon it. Nerds and vote on so our poll. So we'll all enjoy the review of Kill Bill next week. Cool. Excited about it. I hope so. Yeah, I love me that too. Movie. Actually, that's what I'll be voting for. I don't even know the choices, but I'm, I'm just picking. Kill Bill's <laughs> one of the options. I'm sure it is. The show. Yeah, through. Um, Miranda Morales at the hashtag Miranda on your Instagram. There is no Twitter because she is the Twitterless heroine. What is the world in store for, including myself, on this week's edition of the hashtag Miranda Show? Yes. So this week we're going to be talking about AEW's uh, Women's Tag Team Cup Tournament, the Deadly Draw. And we're going to be talking about uh, some of the SummerSlam rumors, specifically where Slumber SummerSlam may be. Um, will it be, you know, on a on a boat or in a moat? You're saying too much already. Here or there save it, save it for or the anywhere. Where? Save it for the podcast. Yeah. Uh, who knows? Who knows? Save it for the podcast. Uh, <laughs> Save it for the podcast. All right. So, as always, we thank you for listening to this week's edition of The Greg DeMarco Show. Head on over to thechairshot.com for all things wrestling as well as great crossover content that you will love. It's sports entertainment and sports and entertainment. That's all there for you at thechairshot.com. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Until next week, my name is Greg DeMarco. You can find me on your social media at ChairShot. Greg, follow the website at ChairShot Media for Patrick O'Dowd, for Miranda Morales. We'll see you next time. And remember to always use your head.